Good morning, and welcome to another Brush Up on EMS with Bob. I'm Bob, and today we're going to be talking about the acid-base balance in the respiratory system, and how, as an EMS provider or healthcare provider, do you keep them separate when dealing with respiratory acidosis or respiratory alkalosis? The common problem we see is that people get it screwed up on, is my end tidal going high, am I breathing fast or slow, and if my end tidal's going low, am I breathing fast or slow, and what's my pH? So stay tuned. We're going to talk about this today. Stay up with all the brush up on EMS with Bob genre of material. Go ahead and follow, like, subscribe, share, and retweet. We're on the following platforms. Facebook at Brush Up on EMS, Twitter at Brush EMS, Instagram Brush Up on EMS, and YouTube Brush Up on EMS with Bob. Uh, we also are available on the following podcast uh, platforms, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Casts. And now back to the regular programming. When I think about the acid-base scale, the pH scale, and the respiratory system, I get kind of confused like I did back in paramedic school when dealing with these various items and I said, well, is it the opposite of breathing or is it breathing goes up, the pH goes down, you know, how, how does it all deal with each other? Well, then one day it hit me. I was getting towards the end of paramedic school. It's actually... Um, uh, towards uh, my time that I was about to test for my national registry and I came up with this diagram to explain to another partner of mine and myself on how the pH scale works. Uh, in the following link, uh, the link is provided in the show notes um, but you can also find it on Facebook and Instagram at the the following links that were told to you uh, earlier. But uh, the pH scale. Let's talk about the acid-base system and the pH scale. So the pH scale, we know, starts at zero and goes all the way up to 14. And we all know that the middle, if you remember from basic chemistry, the middle is seven on the pH scale. So we're gonna go ahead and in our imaginary minds, we're gonna put a dot at seven. Okay, so we put this dot at 7, and that means that it, that's the neutral zone. And what do we know is neutral in the pH scale? That's water. Yep, you got that right. The good old H2O. So H2O sits right at 7. At the very bottom of 0, that's extremely acidotic material. Okay, we're going to talk about acid material. So what goes in this whole side here? Well, we're going to talk about vinegar and uh, lemon juice and all those kinds of things that, that go on the pH side of the acid. Okay, 0 to 7. All right, what goes on the 7 to 14 side? Well, that's basic material or alkalotic materials. And that's bleach and lye and other and you know what we call baking soda so when you have these two sides you have acids and you have bases when they're combined they create a salt 
Y'all remember uh, when you were doing your science projects in school and you were working on uh, the volcano experiment and you got the vinegar out and you got the baking soda out and you put them together and guess what? You had an explosion. Not really, it was just kind of a foaming mess that kind of went everywhere. But you thought it was pretty awesome, man. And so that foaming explosion was the acid-base scale working together. So the acid and the base worked together and they created what's called a salt. They neutralized each other and became a salt. Why do you think our medications we give in the body, we have sodium chloride, we have morphine sulfate, you know, those different medications that we give, they have a salt form added to it. I wonder why that could be. Ding, ding, ding. Maybe it's because it's easily absorbed in the body. When it's a neutral substance because it's a salt, it's easily absorbed in the body. Okay, so we've got the pH scale down. We understand salts. Now let's talk about the respiratory rate. So normal respiratory rate according to most EMT textbooks, is 12 to 20. We know that a normal resting respiratory rate can be between 10 to 12. A normal physically fit person can breathe a little bit less than 10, but we're going to say 10 to 12. Now, I know you've done it. I've done it. Everyone's done it. You've been writing that EMS report. It's 3 a.m. in the morning. A good number in between 12 and 20 because you didn't check your respirations was... 16. Of course you wrote it. I wrote it too. Okay. Uh, we're all guilty of it, but 16 respirations a minute is not normal. If you really want to time yourself doing it, it's about a breath every four seconds. Go ahead and do that for a minute after the episode and tell me if that's a normal respiratory rate or not. Okay. So 12 to 20 is our normal. We're going to go 10 to 12. Okay, so on the diagram, if you're looking at the diagram, we put our pH scale 0 to 14. Then we draw a diagonal line going from the left corner of the page to the top right corner of the page. This is representing our respiratory rate. 0 to 12 is the slow portion, and 20 and above is the fast portion. So when we're looking at this, if you're in the top right corner, we're talking about fast respirations. If we're in the bottom low, left low corner, we're talking about slow respirations. And if we're right on the dot, we're in between 12 to 20. All right, so we've got respiratory rate down. So we've got our diagonal line. We've got our horizontal line, which is the pH scale. Okay, now let's go back to that pH scale. On the left side of the pH scale, that's where we label acidotic. If we're on the right side of the pH scale, that's where we label alkalotic. Got it? Cool. Alright, so let's take that information and move on into N-tidal CO2. So N-tidal CO2 has come out in the last 20 years and it is a great tool for the field. Uh, you can use it to identify uh, if people are acidotic or alkalotic. You can use it to uh, see if your tube's displaced, if you have tube placement with your N-tidal um, you can use it uh, to see if people are having bronchospasm, if you need to give albuterol or not. So N-Tidal CO2, great device. Get it. Learn more about it. If you don't uh, know enough, just keep learning about N-Tidal CO2 because it's, it's great. It's better than the pulse oximetry. Okay, so N-Tidal CO2. Normal for N-Tidal CO2 is 35 to 45. Interesting fact, what's our blood's pH? 
Well, our blood's pH is 7.35 to 7.45. Okay, remember what normal was for pH scale? 7, okay. So let's drop off the 7. All right, so what do we got left? 35 to 45. What's end title? 35 to 45. So the blood pH is directly related to the end title CO2. 7.35 to 7.45 end title CO2, 35 to 45. Okay, so if we've got that, that is normal for end title CO2. So if I say end title CO2, you think 35 to 45 is normal. Okay, so on one side of our diagram, we're going to draw a line, and on the right side, we're going to write a 35 at the end of that pH arrow. On the other side, we're going to write a 45. This is just saying that this whole line here, if I drew it vertically, you would see the little scale of 35 to 45. But since the range to 35 to 45 is normal, we're just going to show it as a horizontal line. Now, if you're looking at the picture, you also see that there is two vertical lines, one going down off the right side at the very end of the pH scale and one going up on the left side on the very end of the pH scale from zero. And what this is, is the end tidal CO2. So anything greater than 45 millimeters of mercury, anything greater than that, we draw a vertical arrow, okay, and that is what we're showing as the uh, end tidal CO2 anything greater than 45. On the right side, anything less than 35 to 0 is uh, on the right side. Okay, we've got that understood. Okay, so if we were to look at the scale and we said that we have um, a end tidal CO2 of 20. Okay, so we find it on our scale. We've got 20. It's on the right side. Okay, so we automatically now know where is it located on the pH scale? Well, it's alkalosis. Okay, so we know that 20 on end tidal CO2, is that normal? No. So we already know that we're alkalotic for our patient. How's the respiratory rate going to look? Well, as long as it's not a metabolic problem, and it's just respiratory in nature, you're going to just see the respiratory rate be increased. How's our arrow going up on the right side? It's increasing, okay? So the respirations are going to be increased. This diagram does not tell you exactly what the respirations are going to be, but it does tell you that the respirations are going to be increased over the normal amount. Okay, so we know that their pH is going to be increased to the alkalotic side, their end titles down, uh, and they're increased on the respiratory. So how do we fix it? Well, we would look at the other side. But before we get to that, let's look at just a acid patient. Okay, so an acidotic patient, uh, they have let's say they have an end title of let's say 55. Okay, so they have an entitled 55. What side is it on? Well, it's on the left side. Zero to seven on the pH scale is acidotic. So this patient's acidotic. And then we have the arrow going down. So how's their breathing? Is it fast or slow? Well, it's going down. So if the respiratory rate is going down, that means they're getting really slow. Okay, so we're gonna speed things up here. Okay, so remember we have our center, that's normal, 7.35, 7.45. What's end tidal CO2? 
seven, three, 35 to 45. You've got that right. Okay. So how do we fix these problems? We have an acidotic patient, we have an alkalotic patient. So our acidotic patient of 55, his respiratory rate is really slow, so how do we fix it? We look at the other side of the diagram. So if you drew an imaginary line straight down the middle, any way you want, it's your world, you can create it however you want. Okay, drew a straight line down the middle, and we have 55 on the left side. How do we fix this problem and get them back to normal? To shift them back to center, we've got to increase our respirations or we've got to increase by giving some type of alkalotic drug or a basic drug. So that would be something like bicarb, mm -hmm, okay? So, and then we look at the other side and we have our alkalotic patient at 20. And so he's breathing really fast. And so how do we get him back to normal to 7.35 to 7.45? Well, we're going to slow down his respirations. If you look at the left side of the diagram, you see that we're slowing down the respirations. So that's kind of the basic of the acid-base diagram. Again, you can look at the diagram, you can follow along and kind of draw out what I've uh, labeled out for you. But that's how we look at respiratory acidosis and respiratory alkalosis and keep them separate. So when you're looking at the patient who's breathing at 40 times a minute, you can expect that their end tidal is going to be low and their pH is going to be high. And if you're looking at the patient who has had a opioid overdose, you can expect their pH to be high, or excuse me, their end tidal CO2 to be high their pH to be low and the respiratory rate to be low. So I hope this helps you guys. Um, remember to like, subscribe, follow, share, and retweet uh, the Brush Up on EMS genre. Uh, stay tuned for more podcasts and more things coming up on YouTube. Uh, more information all the time on the EMS subjects. Uh, thanks for following. We'll see you guys later. Stay safe out there.